Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Happy Tuesday. Christmas spirit, belated happy Hanukkah. Hope you're on vacation. Most of you probably aren't. For a lot of us, that starts next week, so we're going to make at least the next two hours fly by. Great show planned for you. As always, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. A lot of angry Knicks fans out there, toward me in particular. It's okay, Knicks fans. Calm down. Take a drink. Take a breath. We'll, we'll get to you toward, toward the end of the show. I'm having deja vu. A couple years ago, I wasn't willing to say at this time of the NBA season. Now, because of the pandemic, this time of the NBA season was February, so not quite two years ago. wasn't willing to say that Julius Randle was Chris Bosh, and people got real mad. And now, having trouble saying that Jalen Brunson is Michael Jordan, and people are real angry. So we'll, we'll, we'll cram this into a basketball toward the end of the show, Speaking of NBA, Sam Quinn, my colleague, very talented young writer at CBNSports.com, will join me in about an hour. We've got by or sell. Andrew Bogish is back, and he's tweeting up a storm at Andrew Bogish. Give us some headlines, hang out. Just tell us what life is like on that three-day weekend situation. Sounds awesome. But to be fair, I'm going to have a long, long, long eight-day weekend coming up. So get some tips from... From bogey on that. Uh, Jalen Hurts is hurt. And this is the concern we've had with the Eagles really the entirety of the season. Just just the lingering worry. We'll talk to you about that shoulder injury or hurt and what it means. And we'll do NFL Power Rankings. If you'd like to call us, and by us I mean you want to talk to America through the conduit, the keeper of the phone. That's Tom DeCelestino, the executive producer there's a simple phone number, 855-212-4CBS. Please stop dialing 1-800-TALK-TO-D-CELL. It doesn't work. I was just kidding that one time. I'm sorry. That's my, that's my mistake. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Let's play a game. You want to play a game? I do. Last night on Monday Night Football, a mediocre, maybe Packers team, hosted a, a, a bad Rams team. And the mediocre team, the home team, the Green Bay Packers, won that game 24-12 pretty handily against a Rams team that are now officially eliminated from the playoffs. But guess what? That's like saying I'm officially never going to dunk a basketball. That wasn't true. That was true when I was 22. We can, we, can, we can hang it up now. It's official. Okay, man. Okay, Rams. Yeah, now's the moment. It dawns on us you're not going to make the postseason. And a future Hall of Fame QB... That's what he is. And maybe a continually excellent quarterback 
maybe, maybe the rest of the season, certainly next year when there's a reset if he comes back and he plays. And Aaron Rodgers played a guy in Baker Mayfield who was trying desperately, and I'm not rooting against the guy, just like I'm not rooting against Jalen Hurts or any of these dudes, to salvage his career. And, and there's always this overreaction. What was the thing that I saw this morning everywhere? The Packers are a real football team now. What is this, Pinocchio? It's not like they're made of wood. It's not like any of us doubted that they could go out there and play, play the game. Although Aaron Rodgers does lie a lot. That would be, wouldn't it be crazy if he was sort of Pinocchio? So we're going to play we're gonna play two truths and a lie. I've never played this game. People love this game, right? You tell two truths and you tell a lie and you see whether or not you can tell the difference. So instead of just giving you some, some take on, on the Packers game and how, don't worry, if they just went out, the miracle's good. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. I'm just going to play two truths and a lie. You know, just you, you guess. You decide. If you know and you want to play along, 855-2124-CBS, uh, Twitter, Sports Rider, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, Facebook, Bill Ryder, CBS. If you're shy, you know, and you just want to go right at D-Cell and be like, hey, tell Billy stupid. Many of you aren't shy, Knicks fans. Uh, at D-Cell, CBS. Here we go. Two truths and a lie. Number one, Baker Mayfield is Baker Mayfield again. And just a little context. It could be a lie. It could be truth. We don't know. Well, I know. You don't know. It's part of the game. Uh, Last week, Baker Mayfield, a week and a half ago, Thursday night football came in. Didn't really have time to study the playbook. Looked pretty basic for most of the game. And then rallied the Rams to a two-touchdown comeback in the fourth quarter. Yay! Baker's a hero. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. So, two truths are a lie. Number one. Last night, Baker played okay, not great. Interception, touchdown. Uh, Baker's Baker again. That's number one. Number two. Could be a truth, could be a lie. I don't know. The Packers aren't making the playoffs. Now, it's hard to wrestle with because they just won the game. and we, We've seen Aaron Rodgers in the past pull off some pretty amazing comebacks, and I think it's certainly worth noting not only has he called his own shots in the past and said we're going to win out, which is not what he's doing now, but what, what he has done the year, the only year, shockingly for his talent, that Aaron Rodgers has ended a season with a Super Bowl championship, he had to win out as the final seed and then win all those games on the road to make the Super Bowl that, that he won many, many years ago. So we got one, truth, two truths and a lie. It's just going to be hard. Uh, Baker is Baker again. Okay, that could be a truth or a lie. We've got uh, the Packers are not making the playoffs. Could be a truth or a lie. They've got at Miami and then they host a Minnesota team um, would be lucky to be Pinocchio because they're not a real fo- they're not a real football team because because of, of Kirk Cousins and they they host Detroit a Detroit team that's been pretty dog and pretty interesting. Okay, so we've got two of the three so far in two truths or a lie. Right, Baker is Baker again. The Packers aren't making the playoffs, and the third one is I am Batman. Literally, no, I am the I am I'm the Caped Crusader. I didn't. It's been a long time. And I didn't really, I just, I'm getting older, right? Like Ben Affleck, play, when he plays me in the movies and he looks a little like, hey, Ben, mix in a salad, Batman, you know, or whatever. So so I don't know, yeah, I'm Batman. It's It's been a journey. It's it's harder in L.A. because the Batmobile doesn't really blend in. You get stuck on the 40. It was easier in New York when I could swing, you know, with the bat grappling hook, you know, the thing. So that's it. Like, one of these things aren't true. Um, Baker is Baker again. That, you know, that could be a uh, the Packers are going to miss the playoffs, or I'm Batman. Which of these isn't true? The Packers aren't making the playoffs. Can we just, can we please, please stop? Like, can we just, the odds are so unlikely. And I understand that they've jumped to, depending on the model you look at, somewhere between 8 and 12%. Had they lost that game last night, they would have 
almost been mathematically eliminated. They wouldn't have been, actually, like, like the Rams were mathematically eliminated. I believe the models have the Packers at minus 1% had they lost. But they didn't. They won. But they beat a bad team. They beat a team in the Rams that is the, literally, is the Super Bowl defending champion eliminated earliest in a preceding to following NFL season in the history of the National Football League. They beat, and I'm not rooting against Baker. We saw Baker. Baker has now played. I know it's quote-unquote his second or his first start for the Rams. But he's played basically four quarters, right, for, for just about two full games for, for the Rams. He's had one really good quarter. And in that quarter, it was chaos, and it was Baker having to just sort of do his own thing. I hope that Baker's career, that what Baker does well, translates to success. Just like I, I hope I'm wrong on Jalen Brunson when I get to that later from something I said a year ago. I, I don't want people to fail, most of them. I'm Batman. I'm a hero. I mean, wait, what, what can I? What can I tell you? <laughs> or maybe that's the lie. How'd you? Yeah, did you get the 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 bit yet? The Packers beat that guy. They beat that bad Rams team. They beat a team in the freezing cold in Green Bay, Wisconsin, who have given up on the season. And it, it's a it's a good it's a good it is it's a good Packers defense. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers had one of the worst interceptions you're going to see at the end of the first quarter to the point where, and I don't, I hate to admit this. So we got a guy on, on the old Twitter machine who, whose bio yesterday we discovered said, I hate that was, I hate A&M, the Broncos and Bill Ryder. And he tweeted it. And I was like, I didn't like you. I thought you were an idiot. Now I like you. We're like, thanks man. Your, your description's a little off. And he changed it. My point is sometimes, sometimes people, things grow on you. You don't expect that's happened with me with the Manning cast. I hated it. I don't know why. I just kind of, I don't tune into the whole thing, and I, I missed a big play yesterday, a few, like, fl- trying to flip back and forth, because I'm what you would call a moron with technology. I'm the guy that, don't worry, I'm going to push the return button, and I turn the TV off. Actually, yesterday, what I did is I hit the Amazon Prime video. I actually missed the interception. I was, like, trying to, like, flip back to see what the Mannings were, well, the Mannings, the drive, and I hit the wrong button on my controller, because I am Batman, but I'm also an idiot, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a paradox. But I did catch the Mannings just baffled, utterly baffled by what they'd seen. Aaron Rodgers, there was a time when the big talk in Green Bay, as it relates to their football team, was two, twofold. Who is Aaron Rodgers dating and why is she responsible for our struggles, which is stupid. Sorry, family and Packers fans. And why isn't he more aggressive? He's only thrown. There was a season where, where, where A-Rod threw, and I'm doing this, this off the top of my head, 20, I believe 28 touchdown passes to two interceptions. Now, I'm a math genius, so I was able to very quickly come up with 14-to-1 ratio there because I'm Batman. And people were frustrated with his lack of aggression. And what I saw was just a dude who was so safe with the football. And now him throwing interceptions like a mere mortal, like, 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 like a non-superhero, is pretty common. This is a Packers team that has a great quarterback, but he's not extraordinary. He's just a little off this year. There's just something a little wrong. And no, the receiving core is not God's gift to receivers, even though after the game. By the way, can I just say this annoys me? Don't throw people under the bus week after week after week after week, and then when things go well against the Rams. It's not like they went out there and they beat the Buffalo Bills when Josh Allen threw for 500 yards, or, or a Chiefs team that showed up for all four quarters, that this Bengals squad that's on fire, or a healthy Eagles team, and Aaron Rodgers like, I'm going to give the love to everybody. They beat a bad Rams team. They beat a bad Rams team. It's to be two games under 500, and, and I got Aaron Rodgers pretending that the love fest between him and these receivers has just been the defining characteristic of this season. Christian obviously has incredible speed. Romeo's a real 
quick twitch guy. Kabi has the savvy uh, to work uh, in the slot, and Allen does everything. You know, does everything well. He's a good route runner. Catches ball his hands. He's a great blocker. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's a good, really good set of guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always loved these guys. They've always been the. The, the the apple of my eye, which is an incredibly, incredibly stupid expression. By the way, do you remember the only guy he praised early in the year sort of was Sammy Watkins? Well, Sammy, you know, Sammy when he gets healthy. They cut him last night before Monday Night Football. That's how that that's how things are. Yeah, the, the receiving core is on fire. My point isn't to hate on, on your Green Bay Packers fans. I know you got a fighting shot, but you're a mediocre team. You have Aaron Rodgers, but he's not the guy that he used to be. Is it conceivable you're going to win at Miami you will beat Minnesota. They'll roll over. Kirk Cousins will wake up that day, realize the game is significant, and and I'm, I'm going to be polite. And it's not going to go well for him. And then you have a Detroit team that plays you so tough. At, at Lambeau, I get it. You have to win all three of those games, and you have to get help. The Packers aren't making the playoffs. That's That was one of the true things. Baker's Baker again, which isn't even a verdict on his career. It's just that he is going to have to battle for his career, and it's not going to be easy, and it's probably he's an underdog to succeed. Unfortunately, I'm not Batman. Or am I? Maybe that's just part of my, my ruse to throw you off. Don't overreact to the Packers' win. Good win? I mean, not that's not even true. It's a win. They beat the Rams. The Rams suck. That's the deal. Merry Christmas, Packers fans. I'm sorry. Don't get mad at me. See, Packers fans are rational. This is the, Packers fans are reasonable. They're passionate. They're Midwesterners. They get mad, but they'll be like, okay, yeah. It's the Knicks fans out there. Pulling up videos from a year ago when I said something about Jalen Brunson. Did you see this? T-Cell went crazy on Twitter yesterday. Leave me alone. Uh, it was impossible to miss yesterday on social yeah. media. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I I can't even explain it right now. It's uh, it's baffling. Where's your correction? You said. I mean, I did say I was asked. This is the thing about me, though. Most of my colleagues, probably smarter than I am. Again, we've already established I can't work a controller. Uh, most of my colleagues, when they're asked a question. Who, who has the biggest likelihood to be a bust in this free agency class? Won't answer. It, nothing annoys me more than when I watch draft coverage, NFL or NBA, and the air quotes here, the draft experts are asked about, in the NBA, you know, 60 kids. In, in the NFL, hundreds of kids. Who, who, who's, who might not work out here? Oh, no, they're, that's this guy's. Every pick's amazing. Every, that's not the way the world works. People are so afraid of being wrong. So I was asked who was going to be uh, most likely a bust in the free agency class from, you know, last time around. And I'm, I said Jalen Brunson. And I still think Jalen Brunson. It may not happen. Maybe he'll work out. But can we stop pretending this guy's Michael Jordan? Anyway, I'll get to that later on the show. Point is, Packers fans, you're better than that. You're more reasonable than that. You don't have to be angry. You know what I'm saying to you. You know what I'm saying. It's a disappointing year. You're not the football team you wanted to be. The run game was great yesterday. Aaron Rodgers was 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 fine. The defense was really good. But you played the Rams, and you're supposed to beat the Rams at Lambeau because the Rams are bad. It's going to be really difficult to win three of the next three games. You know why? This isn't the football team we thought they were going to be, and that's football. I am Batman. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number if you want to if you want to call us. That's what we like to call the bat signal. Just give us a holler. Or, or Twitter, Sports Writer Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, at Diesel CBS. Let's, um, I want to get into Jalen, into Jalen Hurts, the other, the other Jalen. Quarterback for the Eagles was the betting favorite to be MVP. Play the Cowboys. He he won't, but um, but his team will. He's unlikely to. It's not the end of the world, but this injury, I think, speaks to why you have to hedge your bets on the Eagles and why the NFC's always been more wide open than the Eagles' record suggested. We'll get into that next here on CBS Sports Radio. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Oh, look at me, good at radio. Welcome back to the show. Batman doesn't wait for rejoin music stuff. Um, hit me the other day, D-Cell, uh, the other day being yesterday. My parents are in town. My mom and dad are in town from Kansas City, Missouri. But they went to Iowa. And I know that as a master of geography, you'll know Kansas City is not a terror. Sorry, they live in Columbia. I'm a master of my parents' lives and details like that. It's, it's, it's a straight shot north from where they live to Iowa City, where the University of Iowa is uh, located. And they go to, to Iowa games all the time, football games. They just went to Iowa, Iowa State men's and women's games over a couple days a week ago. And they're in town, and it just hit me, and we were talking about how in a couple years when they're here, we'll be able to go watch Hawkeye games in L.A. against USC and UCLA. I know that's been true for a while. But the weird reality of my parents in their Hawkeye garb timing their trips to see their grandkids around the Hawkeyes in basketball this time of year or maybe later in the year playing when they do at UCLA and at USC is just weird. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. It'll take a while for that to really settle in. There are some things that you know are true but you just can't get used to because they're so infrequent. That's one of them. Andrew being at work is another. There's just things that I don't. You, I'm not. Yeah, you, know? you being Batman, unless I got that game wrong in the first segment. It's two truths and a lie. I can't. You have to figure it out. You know? Lori today, my wife said, man, Tuesdays are always the roughest day. It's true. And I said, especially now that Bogus, now that Bogus isn't here on Mondays, I got to get. It's Bogus reentry day. What's up, Bogey? You start. Hey. I wouldn't even bring it up, but then you made a little joke on Twitter. I'm like, oh, we're, we're joking about it again. Well, my first joke was pointing out that I was left out of the all-important show tweet. So how could I retweet it if I wasn't mentioned in it? And then uh, I don't know yeah. that that was a joke. Just real well, here's quick. The, here's the policy. I'm sorry. I thought we talked about this. <laughs> my, my policy, maybe I told Diesel, <laughs> is I'll tag anybody on the show for like three or four weeks in a row. But if I go a month and there's just no retweet, I'm like, okay, well, they're not interested. I think we're on like time four of that. I mean, no. I can. Car- I- oh yeah, Diesel, because no. you and I talked about it every day during these these testing patterns. I think it's actually time five, Bill. I think you missed one. You uh, showed me a hundred and fifty days of tweets that I did not retweet in a row. You do that, and I'll be quiet. I'm. We, I don't want you to be quiet. I, I mean, that's probably part why I don't like when you take three <laughs> days off a week. You're already pretty quiet on the show, pal. But you know. We miss. I can tag you tomorrow, but we already went through. You don't. Don't worry. I hate Twitter too. I hate it with a burning passion. So it's a wonderful we, place. We, I mean, do you want to keep doing this little this dance? Because then you get all you know whatever, and then you just it doesn't happen. But I yeah sure I'll tag you and Andrew Bogus tomorrow. Let's go. Put a little joke in there. I'm excited. It's hard because I'm Batman. So when I'm fighting crime, I just get you know. Sometimes I lose. Batmobile doesn't work on the sand, though, so that always is really super awkward. Apparently, if uh, the Packers make the playoffs, I'm sort of agreeing because of uh, I am Jonesy3 on Twitter. No, he has the bad signal. That's somebody else. Because of 
Daniel Procopa. I'm sort of agreeing I'm going to wear a Batman suit and do the whole show in my where's power rankings. It had to be a Friday because my voice will be shot for the weekend. Now that needs to happen. Now I really want the Packers to make the playoffs. All right, clip it. I'll do it. You know what? I'll do it. I don't. Do I have a bat? Do you think I can find a Batman outfit? Yeah, I don't. Easily? I don't. In January? Yeah, I don't think they get snatched up for the holidays. You live in L.A. You could probably get the Batman outfit. Apparently, you can rent in L.A. for the day for like 200 bucks the Adams Family hearse from the original TV show and drive it around L.A. Let me just ask, why would anyone want to do that? Who's doing that? I wouldn't do that one, but get me the Ghostbusters car and I'm in. Here's my money. You would spend money, but how much? I think the Ghost, but would you spend $500 for a Ghostbusters car for a day? For an entire day? Yeah, like, get, the, yeah get the car. Yeah, like on my kid's birthday, drive him around town in the Ghostbuster car, like take him to their birthday party like that? Yeah, I would do that. Do, do you really think he wants to be in? Don't you think it smells too? I mean, how old is that thing? It smells of Dan Aykroyd. That's part of the reason why I'm giving $500. Man, I watched the new one. Have you seen the new one? With Paul Rudd, our neighbor? Yeah. I have seen yeah. it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's still not great, but it was not the train wreck I was expecting. I watched Infinity War last night because my parents have never seen it. They're working their way through the Marvel movies even more slowly than, or even more quickly than D-Cell. Are your parents teenagers? Are they twi- I don't understand. They're going they're to basketball working. games and watching Marvel They're movies? retired, bro. They're just, they're, well, my son Henry really wanted them to watch it last time they were here, which was six months ago. And they hadn't seen any of the Marvel movies. Like, we'll, we'll catch up. And they did. But it turns out that the, the fight scene in Infinity War happens right where you guys are all sitting. It's like right in that neighborhood. I saw a bunch of stuff I knew. Yeah. Really? Yeah, pretty exciting, right? You would have thought we would have seen a set or something somewhere. I mean, it's, it's a little north, like three blocks north of it. Because the fight spans a long ways because they keep throwing each other across the city. Obviously. As D-Cell knows. D-Cell, mm-hmm. how many Marvel movies have you seen? Uh, how many are there? There are a lot. Uh, not that many. <laughs> Any highlights? Uh, no. A preview reel? Nothing? Uh, no, not yet. I Trailer? haven't seen enough to, to do okay. that yet. You, you missed this yesterday. Some guy, very nice guy, Mraz's ear or something. What was it? Was it Mraz's? <laughs> who was it, Diesel? Uh, Mraz's extra pair? Extra pair. Right, the extra pair. Um, tweeted some version of, I used to hate you, you suck so much, but now I like the show. I'm like, oh, that's, remember, that's is that accurate? Now it's really not. And we looked at his, his bio, and his bio, like, you're, who am I? It's like, I'm this person's dad, which is really sweet, and this person's husband, which is really sweet. And and then it was, I hate A&M, the Broncos, and Bill Ryder. <laughs> I know. Wow. Congratulations. Wow. He changed it just like you did recently. I don't know. What, what's the issue, man? But he's very nice now. Okay. I just, I don't understand. My wife said that's, <laughs> this is my wife said, which I think was a put down. She goes, that's so rude. That's like saying I hate A&M, the Broncos, and spinach. And I said to her, am I spinach in this comparison? <laughs> You're on the same level as spinach Random. to your wife? Not very important. I think yeah. it was Larry's point. Wow. Uh, all right. What's our degree of concern about Jalen about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? So here's the, here's the deal. Here's the news. Uh, injured shoulder. MRI is negative. He's questionable, really unlikely to play against the Cowboys this weekend. It is his throwing shoulder. It is sprained. The concern is it could be a nagging injury. And I think the deeper concern, at least for me, I'll let you guys speak for yourselves, is that it speaks to the the tendency for guys who play football the way that he does to get injured, to get beat up. He produces a whole bunch of their offense, including often 
on the ground. The Eagles have a single loss this year just to the Commanders. And even if they lose this weekend to Dallas, which I don't think is a guarantee because I'm not a big Dak Prescott guy, they probably will. Gardner Minshew is the backup. I get it. Still pretty good defense for, for Philly. The Eagles are still in the driver's seat, although far from a lock, but still in the driver's seat to get the only one seed because that's how we do it now in the NFC in, in that bye. But for me, guy, well, I'll start with you guys. Like, what? It's one game he's probably going to miss. The MRI is negative. That's good news. But the shoulder, the throwing shoulder is sprained. Andrew, are you, what is your concern level on a scale like one to Batman? Uh, one to Batman, I'd probably land somewhere on the Riddler, which in my mind is like a three out of okay. ten, um, right. just because the timing's almost perfect. They need a win or a loss from one or two other teams, and they're fine at number one. So Jalen Hurts doesn't have to play the, maybe the rest of the way. Different conversation then, plus a bye, a month off. Is he rusty when they get to their first playoff game? But the point for now is he doesn't have to play in a game that they absolutely need him for to win, to get in, to clinch, whatever. So he rests. I assume then he'll be okay for week 18 or then round two of the postseason. So I'm, at the moment, minimally concerned about this. You're a Riddler. I like the Riddler on the scale. Yeah, I'll keep me, give me a Riddler. Put me in, quota- in question marks and green leotards. Do you understand that, Tom? Because do, do you know what the Riddler is? Oh, you are talking to the right guy. Batman is my wheelhouse here. I got everything that you're putting down there. Okay, great. Uh, if I'm going one to Batman on this scale, I'm going with uh, I'm at a Joker right now. I'm at about a Ooh. seven. Wow. Um, oh, I I don't care what happens this week against the Cowboys. If Gardner Minshew throws four picks, I don't care what this Eagles team looks like. I don't even care the next week after that. I've been reading a lot of positive spin this morning about this Jalen Hurts injury. It seems like people are with bogus on this one, that it's not that big of a deal. I understand it. Uh, the uh, you know the test came back negative. It's not thought to be a, quote, serious injury when it comes to the length of time that he'll be missing. But why am I the only one that's really concerned about, okay, it's not that serious, but what about this could be a nagging injury that impacts him on every single snap he takes? For the rest of this season and into the playoffs here, this could really impact him. Like, okay, like how much is he going to have to change his game or what that Eagles offense does because of the shoulder? For me, I um, it's a Catwoman, okay, on the scale because I I think it could go either <laughs> way. Between one, right? Well, it's is it good or bad? So this is three dimensional now because Catwoman can kind of go either way. Right? God, we are playing Batman checkers, and you got your chessboard out. <laughs> I mean, I mean my it can goodness. go. Because I think on the face of it, it's not the worst news in the world. Like, on the face of Catwoman, probably probably going to be okay, right? She's probably going to help out a little bit, maybe lead you to fight Bane. But in the end, she loves you, and she's going to help you, you know, when the city gets cordoned off. Which, by the way, what a ridiculous premise, even though I like the Christopher Nolan movies. But I do think it speaks to the potential for this to become an actual villain, an actual supervillain in spandex who's uh, quite a looker, as it, as it turns out. I mean, very attractive thief. Because it, I, I'm with you, Tom. Like I, Even if this injury is fine, and, and to Andrew's point, there's a lot of flexibility because of the, the record and the lead for that, for that one buy in the NFC that the Eagles have built up. You have the opportunity to sit Hurts if you need to, to, to not rush him back. I my concern is not necessarily this injury. 
and maybe I'm just overreacting because guys get hurt in football. I just the way that he's built and the way that he plays, and, and it's a flashback of RG three, right? It's just I am concerned that it's an inevitability he's going to get banged up to the point where he's not going to be able to be Jalen Hurts all the time, and and they're so reliant on him. It's not like he's Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton was built like an actual super, superhero. And it eventually caught up to him. Jalen Hurts is, is is much slighter in terms of his frame and his build. So I'm just, that's my, it's a cat woman. Is it a good guy? Is it a bad guy? I don't know. Can we also point out, too, that this Eagles team has yet to face any adversity this season? Everything so far this year has come up roses so far for Philadelphia. They didn't know coming into the season where, whether Jalen Hurts could be that franchise quarterback. He's proven it. They made a big trade in the offseason for A.J. Brown. He's been a stud wide receiver. Nick Sirianni has pushed all the right buttons so far this year. I mean, it's about time we find out. Like, all season, I don't know if if, if around media circles or, or what have you, whether this Eagles team has gotten the respect they deserve. We're going to find out right now. We're going to find out how good Philadelphia is. This is the first bit of adversity. Are, are we though? I think if we no, are. If there's no hurts, if there's no hurts and they step up, what if what if they what if they blow out the Cowboys this week without Jalen Hurts? See, I think that would reflect more on D- Dallas. Like I'm such a, I'm such a Dallas, I'm such a Dallas skeptic. Would it reflect more on what uh, Micah Parsons said that it's the team around Jalen Hurts and not Jalen himself? Yeah, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Like that, the irony there would be fascinating. Um, separate topic was pointed out to me. I'm used to this as an NBA guy that there are games on Christmas. Like, I'm working Christmas Day. I'm working Christmas night for, for CBS Sports HQ. Are you guys put out by the schedule that there's New Year, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day NFL games? And obviously the way that a calendar works seven days later, <laughs> you also are going to have New You like that? Yeah. I, I mastered it, Bogish. I got there, buddy. Way too You're many sporting have New, events. New Year's. New Year's games. Way too many sporting events on the holidays this year. Too many. Would you have them? What's the solution? If Christmas falls like it does on a Sunday, do you want them just moving all the games to Saturday? Is that I've heard people propose that, or are we not bogus? Where do you come down on this? Are you gonna? Do you care? Well, I mean, I I actually I'll take the shift at least for this weekend to Saturday, where I would feel pressure to watch as many games as possible. I can accomplish that during the day, Christmas Eve. And if I choose to watch a game on Christmas in a down moment, great. They're there, but I don't have to focus. It's easier to figure, you know, to catch up on just three games as opposed to a whole slate of NFL action. So uh, I think at least for this weekend, making the switch is the way to go. But we're all off next week, so like we're all watching for leisure. Yeah, but I mean, but Christmas Eve for most is obviously for most people the less important of the two holidays right. this weekend. Me too. So you might as well put as much of your game, as many of your games on that day as possible when people are going to be more free to watch them. Yeah, it's real. It's, it's, I watch it. I have, and just by tradition, I have every NBA game on in my house on Christmas Day. Now, it's, it's on, the volume's on, and I'm coming and going, and I'll, I'll choose the games that I really want to watch. I, this, I've got a double TV set up, so I suppose I'll just do that. But it's, for me, it's just going to feel weird having NFL games on because I'm just used to the sounds of basketball while I'm making, you know, dinner and I'm, we're opening the presents and putting the presents away and drinking my 15th cup of coffee because my kids woke me up at, at you know, <laughs> 6 in the morning and, and I was up late trying to catch a peak of Santa, you know. That's my move. I don't like that the NFL is, uh, has carved into the NBA's spot on Christmas Day. I think the NBA has done a nice job of putting a ton of marquee games wall-to-wall on Christmas Day. I don't like that the NFL is on Christmas Day. I get it. It's a Sunday. What's the NFL supposed to do? But um, 
I mean, look, I'd rather watch the NFL, but Christmas Day is for the NBA now. Yeah, I'd rather watch the NFL too. Most for the most part. I mean, certainly this time of year, it's just it just feels like. And Andrew, to your point, I can watch the NBA pretty casually because it's a game in, in the end. It's a game in December. The NFL, you feel like you have. I mean, the games are really significant. Right. So that's why, to me, it's good that they're on Saturday because you've got more time to process it all. Sunday, you've got all NFL game at the at. Going up against a NBA game, that's an easier thing to watch and follow. I will point this out, though. Maybe Please. we are in luck here for Christmas Day. Two of the three games are terrible. You got Broncos at Rams, no playoff mm. implications. And then you got Buccaneers at Cardinals. How cheap would it be for me to get tickets? Apparently, so I bought tickets. I'll just tell you guys what I spent. I bought tickets, like pretty good tickets, to the Chiefs-Rams game a few weeks ago. And they were 160 bucks each. And we were just like, to hell with it. I've never taken my kid to an NFL game. We're going to spend the money. The same exact tickets to whatever Chargers game just happened were 70 bucks or $65. Because no one goes to Chargers games. Do we think the prices, I haven't looked, will be even lower for Broncos oh, and yeah. Rams on Christmas Day? Got to be. Right. Baker There's Mayfield no versus not Russell Wilson? Oh, man. I actually would pay to watch Russ just play badly. I don't know what that says about me. I just he is washed. Well, wasn't that your you 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 paid to watch Baker play badly, or you almost did, and then he won? Almost did. Yeah, yeah. I should have gone to that game. I should have gone to that. I bet a bunch of Rams fans left that game early, though. I mean, he won, but like he still played badly. Like I get it. He led the not at the end. Yeah, not at the end. But how about the other seventy five percent of the game? Like, I thought you're a Batman fan. He spends the whole film getting the crap kicked out of him, then he wins at the end. He also he played the way he should have played coming off of being a Panther 40 hours beforehand, and then he played great in the fourth quarter. See, it's always the negative with D-Cell. Always the negative. It's not the negative. It's not. Unbelievable. We're going to say that he played well in his first game as a Ram? Yeah, he yes. did. He, they won. He won the game. He, he won the game just because they were touchdown drives. He played well. No, they played well because he was in the middle of two fourth-quarter touchdown drives because he was like seven of eight on the game-winning drive. He and, threw a game-winning yeah. touchdown. And how many points did they score quarters one through three? Who who cares? That's not how they, <laughs> that's not how they score the game. <laughs> they scored more than the other team. However they got there, they scored more than the other team. Did you want them to win by more points? No. If if you're going to tell me that he played well, he played well in the fourth quarter. Yeah, when it mattered. The first three quarters don't matter? You add them up, and that's what matters. You literally add up the points from all the— Here's how how football works, Tom. You you take all four quarters, you add the total points, and whichever team has more, when the game ends, that team is what we call a winner. Mm. Right, but every— you know, quarterback who wins a game in the NFL doesn't mean that they played well. Correct. No, but two fourth quarter drives do to win the game. And that outweighs the first three quarters. He was a net positive in that game. Last night, net negative. There was nothing about him that played well last night. Did did Tom Brady play badly in that Super Bowl against Atlanta because he got down 28-3? I got down. I mean, where was he early on? Who cares? What do you mean, who cares? He did not play well in the first half. No, but in the game, in the game, he did he play badly? He played well in the second he half. He played amazing in the game. <laughs> he played amazing yes. in the second half. He did not play amazing in the first half. Oh, my God. Oh, Tom, it's okay to say the words, I was wrong. You, you know, we're going to practice. We're going we're gonna to workshop this. You know what Man. you need? You need, like, a little escape hatch. Just 
when you get a little far ahead of yourself and there's no coming back, instead of having to like just twist it around, you just hit a button and the conversation's over. And you just or drop, drop. Yeah, you just drop out of it. It's done. No more circular defenses a of your points. Button. Yeah, that's it. I'm out. My bad. Do you ever go to the store and your wife says, get the milk, and, and you don't get the milk, and you come home and she's like, where's the milk? And you don't have the milk, but you say, it's, this is milk. I have the milk. I got the milk. Does that ever, you just dog with a bone. This is a lot like my uh, Tom Brady 49ers thing. It's process over results. 49ers? 49ers. <laughs> process over results. He did not play well. He did not. Eject. Oh, we found, I just we ejected. Found, we found it. <laughs> I'm out. All right, let's do NFL power Monday? rankings. I got to recalculate these because I thought I was supposed to base NFL power rankings on record, but I, I have to go quarter by quarter now. So give me some time <laughs> to get that together for the newly calibrated NFL power rankings after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. We got to do it fast. It's going to be very AFC flattering. It is time for the most important NFL power rankings on this earth or any other. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NFL power rankings. Number five. All right, give me the Niners here. Give me San Francisco. Give me Believe with Brock Purdy. Give me an offense that functions pretty well in a defense that's extraordinary. In an NFC with more question marks than dominant teams, this Niners squad is my favorite to come out of that side of the equation if the status quo holds when we get to the postseason. Number four. Philly drops to four here, and this isn't just my natural, maybe misplaced skepticism of this team in general. It's the it's the Jalen Hurts injury that we discussed, and, and the question mark that it raises, sprain throwing shoulder, MRI's negative, good news, unlikely but possible for the weekend, but they don't need to rush him back by any stretch of the imagination and the hope and the belief, it sounds like in Philly, is okay. It's not great, but we can manage this. He'll be fine. My concern is not this injury per se. It's the reality that this young man is probably going to be susceptible to these kinds of bumps and bruises or worse. And his lack of availability, if it comes because of the way he plays, takes the Eagles as the top team in the NFC and transports them into a, a football team somewhat resembling the Rams this year, which is to say, not great. Number three. All right, now it gets tricky. Now it gets tricky. Buffalo Bills. Still got respect for you. Still think you're a really good football team? Good win against the Dolphins in the sub-Arctic weather that apparently is going to blanket almost all, every inch of America except for where I live? Thank you, Lord. Don't like the cold. From Iowa. I put my time in. Love Iowa. Has nothing to do with this conversation. Look, I think the Bills are really good. They're overly dependent on Josh Allen. They still have an issue with their red zone offense. No, Von Miller is not the end of the world, but it's obviously an impact. You saw what, what Miller did last year as a force, as a wrecking ball, especially in that Super Bowl, but during the run. The Bills are great. I'm just not sure they're as good as a few of the other teams on the list. Number two. Chiefs fall to two for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Another 11-3. and three. They're on the outside looking in right now with the tiebreaker on that, that bye. I just... Tom... They won an overtime against a bad team because they just 
this insouciant, lackadaisical approach to football because they know they can fall back on their massive talent is get really frustrating. How have they not learned their lesson from some close calls in, in AFC Championship games the last few years? They're great, but man, get your focus on Number one. Give me the Bengals, baby. Give me the Bengals, baby! Not only are these guys 10-4, and four, not only have they beat up on almost everybody they played of note, including a few weeks ago the Chiefs, they're going to beat the Buccaneers this upcoming weekend, and they started 0-2, which means that they are 10-2 and 2 in their last 12 games. They're on fire. They're peaking at the right time. The defense looked really, really good over the weekend. Man, I just beat the Bucs. Excuse me. Come on. Let's go. Let's go, Cincinnati. Believe in you. All right, let's do one more. I just want one more. Honorable mention. I got the Dolphins here. I know the Vikings. No. Uh, Cowboys. Uh. I think the Dolphins are one of those teams. And they shouldn't be a surprise. But I actually think the Dolphins, if they get in, if they're in, they're eight and six now, and they're I think they're the last they're the last in right now. Man, I think they're capable of getting really hot. If they play at the right places, if they get to be inside a little bit, hell, if the weather just cooperates, wherever you play, I still think the Dolphins can be really, really good. And they played the Bills. I thought they played the Bills tough. They were. They look. I think they're. It can go either way. If they squeak in, Tom, and they play, the thing is. What kind, can you imagine? Right now, I'm looking. I just pulled it up. It would be, if the if it thing opened now, the, if, if the playoffs started now, be Dolphins at, at, at Arrowhead. I think the Chiefs win that game. But it wouldn't shock me if the Chiefs mess around and Tua has an extraordinary game. If the weather's nice in Kansas City, where I live for a long time, it's capable of being really nice in January. It probably won't be, but it can be. It can easily be 45 or 50 and sunny. Just be a, a beautiful day for football. I think you're being kind to the Dolphins there. The Chiefs win that game 99 times out of 100. I mean, I, I'm not I, saying I it wouldn't be a close game. They win that game. I'm really concerned what I've seen the last three weeks as the competition level has increased. The 49ers, the Bills, um, the Dolphins haven't looked like the, the Chiefs same team. just went to overtime against a one, whatever, 11 and one Texans team. In a game that matters, because they got to keep pace with, with with Buffalo to try to get that buy. Did Mahomes play well or play badly? Do we know? Do we? Which quarter am I supposed to? Uh, they at? won, so he must have played really well. Best quarterback ever in that one one quarter. Uh, Sam Quinn, NBA Insider, joins me next on CBS Sports Radio. everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 